Greetings and welcome to Union Street Hoops, a podcast that you can hear every week on NWI.com, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm your host, Paul Oren, and Union Street Hoops is dedicated to Valparaiso basketball and the Missouri Valley Conference. Today, we're joined by a very special guest here in the Athletics Recreation Center, sophomore guard from Canada, Daniel Sackey. Daniel, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. It's kind of a busy, strange kind of last couple of weeks. You go back to Canada, then you come back, school starting, you're getting a whole new season going, but I want to talk to you about Canada a little bit. Obviously, an amazing experience, right? You win four games, you beat Carleton, you're on Sports Center. you know. Yeah. Just first, take me, when, when coach comes in and says, we're going to go to Canada for a, a week or so, how exciting is that? Like to, to go back. I know it's not where you're from. And I think there's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, they went to Canada. They went to his hometown. No, we're not anywhere close, right? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that excited until I found out we were going to Montreal. Okay. Because at first I didn't know we were going to Montreal. I thought we were going to typical Toronto or around that area, you know. And I lived there for a year, so. Okay, so you, you were able to see some people. That, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Winnipeg, for the non-geography people here, how far is that from Montreal? Uh, it's a good 26, 32-hour drive. Yeah, so, that range. because again, I think it's, it's, it's funny when people are like, oh, I went to Canada, this will be big for, for Dan. Like, you're not close to there. No, you know? if anything, I'm closer here in Valpo than where we went to in Montreal. Exactly. Um, but was there some pride in going to Canada and, and, and kind of going back there and, and playing for Valpo there? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I am in Canada, and I'm Canadian, so... Any, any chance I get to play in Canada, I get a chip on my shoulder immediately. You know, like, I'm home. Even though I'm not home, like, I'm, I'm in my home country, on home soil, you know. Were, were your teammates kind of, I mean, you and Ben are both, one of the freshmen here, are, are both in Canada. Were your teammates kind of looking for you to be the tour guide a little bit? Yeah, most definitely. And I kept re- reminding them, like, look, this is my first experience in this part of Canada as well, so I can't help you. Did you have poutine while you were in Montreal? I did not have poutine. That's the best. It's amazing. Nah. So Max Joseph, who used to play here, I met up with him last August in Montreal, and he, he showed me those. Like, I want to move there yeah. and get that. Um, you got to see a couple of those guys that came before you, Tavon and Max. What mm-hmm. was that experience like? Um, it was really cool. I got to re- reconnect with Max, especially because he was the, the guy that um, was uh, basically my tour guide here on campus when I came to visit. And Max is really cool. I got to link up with him. And I, I, was, I was very fun. So I liked that. So you play four different games here. You play McGill, you play Concordia, you play UMAC, I think it was what they're called. But the big one was Carleton, obviously. What did you know about Carleton going into this? Um, I knew that they had a very good uh, backcourt in um, 2-2. And I, I don't remember what the other, the other guy's name is, but they had a very good backcourt. And they've been known for that for how long? Carleton's always has a very good backcourt. They've won 14 of the last 17 national championships you know what? What does what does that mean? I guess like, if, can you compare maybe what Canadian college basketball is like to American college basketball a little bit? Um, the comparison is Carleton is like Canadians Duke, um, as to Duke is the powerhouse of uh, America, or you want to say Kentucky. That's Carleton of Canada. Like nobody touches them. The best goes to Carleton, you know. And that's um, they always have the chip on their shoulder because I mean they won 14 national championships in the last 17, 18 years, you know, it's like they have that respect in Canada and worldwide. Everybody knows who Carlton is, you know. So Valpo played them four years ago when Valpo went, that, that team set a school record for 30 victories, that Valpo team, this is yeah. when Alec Peters was a junior, uh, you were probably a sophomore in high school, something like that. Um, Valpo played Carlton that year, got beat by 18. Yeah. Best team in school history goes there and loses by 18. 
realistically, can you kind of walk me through kind of what your expectations were going into this game? You know, it's particularly coming off of, uh, you know, you've got kind of a sloppy game the first game, a second game where you had to go on a 14-0 run to come back to win the game. Mm -hmm. Now you're playing the best of the best in Canada. What, what was the mentality going? I know you want to win every game, but what was the mentality going into that one? Um, some would say our mentality would have been, you know, just trying not to lose by 2018. Like the last team, there. like, no, nah, our mentality was like, we, we came here to win, no matter what, any means necessary. And even though we won two previous games, it doesn't matter. Like, we put that game behind us and we moved on very quickly because that's a game that we wanted to play the most while we was down there. So um, in order um, to win that game, we knew that our mentality had to be, you know, it doesn't matter if we won two games, doesn't matter what people say about us, we got to go and know what we got to do. We got to be locked in the entire time and take care of business, and that's what we did. So you're up 71 to 64. Looks like the game's in hand. Yeah. I think they score. Nick gets fouled. You go to the line for the first time in the entire game. He hasn't gone to the free throw line at all. Mm -hmm. He misses both free throws. Uh, and then, you know, they hit a shot or whatever, and all of a sudden now you're going to overtime. Um, just is – it felt like it was a game you should have had in regulation. Yeah. What – What's the mood in over as you're getting ready for overtime then? Um, any honestly, every time I get to go in overtime, personally, is like okay, they gave us a second chance to beat them. You know, that's just my mentality. Of. So when we went to overtime, I was like, okay, um, it's kind of a little bit of a fresh cart, an extra quarter, as you may say, in order for us to do what we got to do in order to win this game. You know, and then they get up on you guys early uh, in overtime, and and. You know, there's a technical, Javon gets thrown halfway across the gym, basically. Yeah. Uh, but even then, you know, he like he makes one free throw and misses the other one. A couple times that escaped, and it looked like they were going to have it, right? And uh, take me through that last play, if you can. They inbound the ball, Javon yeah. somehow steals it, and what happens from there? Um, I, Javon steals the ball, jumps out of bounds, passes to Zion. Zion misses uh, a jump shot from the elbow. Um, Carlton rebounds the ball but Javon Nick and Zion I think are all in there tipping the ball hands-on disrupting disrupting them he ends up fumbling it I'm at the top of the key the three-point line it just happens to bounce towards me I just catch it and put it up as fast as I can and it went in what, just have you hit a shot like that obviously, obviously that's a kind of a crazy shot but have you hit yeah. a game winner before like that um, I've hit a game winner, not like that. Okay. Not like a floater from the three-point line, but, yeah. <laughs> One-handed, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, uh, I mean, you hit the shot, you went running around the court, and your teammates are coming after you. Is there yeah. a better feeling in sports than that when no. every guy on the team is mobbing you? No, that's that's a, a storybook ending, especially because I got to do it on home soil. You know, that, that, that feeling was ecstatic. Lodek, I think, jumped 10 feet in the air. Again, um, yeah. yeah. He, he has a tendency <laughs> of doing that, right? Yeah. Uh, when you see guys like Marcus uh, Golder tweet, I'm convinced if you go to Valpo, you're going to end up on SportsCenter. Is, I mean, is that cool? Like, what was it like seeing you on? I, I don't even know, because I've been to Canada. I don't know that in Montreal area. Is, uh, is SportsCenter even, even, it's like a different kind of thing. Did it hit Canada there? The, it did. It did, yeah. People saw it. Uh, but it was, it was pretty cool to be on SportsCenter. Yeah. Awesome. Uh there is talk that Carlton was a team that Duke, when they went there last year, because R.J. Barrett's from Canada, that they went up there and Duke said, we don't want to play these guys. Like, 
I saw uh, Aaron Gordon, EG Productions, I think it is. He's yeah. got some great uh, YouTube videos out there, and, and there's one where where one of the guys is like, Duke didn't want to play him, and we got him. Like, is was that the mentality of the? I mean, you guys having some fun with that, but like, yeah. was that the mentality of look, we're gonna we're gonna take on anybody and everybody here? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, Coach Lauder had an interview before we left, and he said it doesn't matter who who you are. We like we want to play everybody, and we're not gonna be ducking anybody. Like, we're not scared of playing anybody. So. We did, that definitely gave us another chip on our shoulder to show, like, look, like, we here, we want to play, and we're going to compete. Now we're going to compete, we're going to compete to win, and that's what we did. I want to take it back a little bit, and, and then we'll build back up toward the now. How do you end up at Valpo? Like, what, take me through, like, where does, how does Valpo come on your radar? How do, how do you come on their radar, and just kind of uh, how did you ultimately settle on Valpo? Um, I first came, uh, heard about Valpo, um, Coach Gore had come to see me in Indiana when I was in AAU, and that was right after an all-star game I was in, and I really messed up my ankle. And I wasn't really wasn't supposed to be playing, but I, I knew I had to play because it's live here. So he came to watch me, and obviously I couldn't move that well because my ankle, and he's like, mm, this guy, I don't know, but I, I'll keep an eye on him. So he kept on watching me, watching me, and he said there was one play, I think, that he I did, and it just showed that, like, I'm just the perfect fit here, I guess. And ever since then, me and Coach Gar has literally talked from every – basically every other day from that time. That was, like, 2017 up until literally today. I promise you. Yeah? Every, yeah at, at least every other day. I'm really close to Coach Gore. Good you know. And then um, when it came down to it, um, I didn't really have that many uh, – official offers my uh, senior year because I wasn't really do, do not want to score at the time. And then once I got my grades good, uh, fixed up, uh, the offers that I still had, Valpo was uh, in the list. And the reason why I came here is just because my relationship with Ghost Gore, he never stopped recruiting me, or not even recruiting me, just never stopped really being there for me throughout the whole time, even when stuff wasn't really going good for me. And that's exactly what I wanted to be a part of. And your family uh, came to visit here, and I think they met with was it Tavon's family? I'm not sure about what it was. Was it, was it comfortable for you to know that other Canadian guys, granted they were from Montreal, but yeah. other Canadian guys had come here, been successful here? I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely uh, something I was looking for as well. Um, that, that was a very comfort feeling, especially knowing that his parents, or uh, his mom, sorry, came in and watched him play a couple of times, and she just was like, she couldn't find a better place like this. Like, it's such a brotherhood, and for my mom to hear that from another mom, that speaks volume, you know what I mean? And for me to see it, that speaks volume as well. And that's exactly what's going on right now. And everything that I've been told has been coming true. Like, I never, like they've never lied to me, always been straightforward with me, and everything's just been on, uh, on the way up from here. Last year is a kind of a crazy year. You come in, you get a lot of playing time as a freshman. You and Javon in the backcourt yeah. getting a lot of playing time. Uh, the season ends and, and guys scatter, right? Yeah. Um, you're, uh, you know, you're a leader of this group, of the group that's here now. You were a leader last year a little bit. What, what was that uneasy, or what was that like seeing guys who I know you're probably still close with today, yeah. Kari, Marcus, Micah, Jay, Derek, all these guys kind of moving on. Was that, was that hard to see kind of the team? Kind of, or what, Just take me through your mindset with that if you can. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was hard because, like you said, I'm – pretty close to some of those dudes still to this day. I talked to Makari and Marcus. Um, I, I like to say a lot. You know? I'm sure they reached out to you after you hit that shot. Yeah, too. I talked to them a lot, them dudes. I, you know, Derek and them, Mike, Jay, I, I, I wish them the best. You know, those two guys I was really cool with as well. But 
one thing that was surprised me was how fast that happened. Like, it was like, okay, we lost. Okay, someone transferred. Next day, transfer, transfer. You know, it was just like dominoes coming down. And it was just, it was, it, it was like, I didn't have time to even just blink. It's like, dang, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? This, so, I got to ask this question. Did it ever cross your mind? No, I, I never thought twice of where I was staying or not. No, I only knew where I was staying. Javon says he's going, then Javon says he's coming back. Did yeah. he call you? Did he hit you up? Did he text you? Kind of how did how did you find out the news that he was coming back? Um, we, I was talking to him the whole time. I kind of knew Javon was coming back. That's why I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't really tripping around it too much. I knew Javon was coming back. You know, because just the way uh, when I would call him or you would call me and we would talk, you know, like you wouldn't talk to somebody like that if you weren't going to come back or if you wasn't even thinking about coming back. You know, like he wouldn't call me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just I knew Javon was coming back. So you got all these new kids now. Yeah. You know, you've got Zion, who uh, who is older, but you know he's new to the program, and you got all these new freshmen. Siggy, what's uh, t- I mean, Siggy? You play the same spot. What's it like going up against him so far? Uh, it's fun. We definitely battled out. We were actually playing one on one last night, but um, it's definitely fun, especially with Zion in the mix. Um, I definitely feel like I kind of have a little bit of edge on them because I've been here before. But once they catch up, and they're gonna catch up quick. Because we already played four games and we're gonna start practicing pretty soon. But once it starts, they catch up really fast. Then practice is really gonna be fun because uh, we're gonna be going head to head. They know what to do. I already know what to do, and we're just gonna be getting each other better all the time. Because we both, all three of us, just love to compete and love to win. And we know in order to win, we gotta get each other better. And that's going harder every day. And that's exactly what. The outside world looks at Valpo and sees they move to the valley, finishing last place the first year. Started off strong the second year and then kind of faded away and everything like that. I would imagine when the preseason polls, whatever those are, when they come out, they're not going to hype up Valpo too much. But you guys just went to Canada and won four games competitively. You got a new feel, a new vibe. What can you say to the Valpo fans that, that I mean, should they, how excited should they be for this group in this coming year? I just say to them, don't worry. Like, you guys don't have nothing to worry about. We in the gym, we working hard. Um, we're the underdogs, of course. And the underdogs, what they do, they work, they, they're grimy, they're gritty, that's exactly what we're going to be. And I, I don't think the fan, our fans have nothing to worry about at all. Daniel Sackey, thank you very much for joining here on Union Street Hoops. I'm thrilled to see you guys back in action soon enough. Thank you.